listening to the Fantasy Alarm DFS NBA podcast with host John Pimba and James Friday. What's going on, everybody? Jonathan, be here with James Grani. This is the DFS Alarm NBA DFS podcast, James. Here for Thursday's six-game main slate recording here on Wednesday evening as we again scratch our heads with some of the rotational choices. NBA coaches are mad at James. We're not here to dwell on the past or the current. We're here to look towards the future at a six-game slate, which, again, we've talked about it now for years, like, this is what we love. These are the wheelhouse slates for us. Six to eight games. The other day was five games we had some success with. We love the player pool and the matchups here are also pretty solid as well. Yeah, lots of star power, some back-to-backs, some big totals. This is going to be a really fun slate. And like you mentioned, it really is our wheelhouse. And it's something that we've talked about for a long time, right? I mean, it's something that we've talked about for a few years. For those that have been following Fantasy Alarm, John and I have been around for a little bit now. And we've done this podcast for a little bit and we love these slates. So I'm excited for it. And I'm also excited. I don't know if you saw who got pushed to primetime for tomorrow night, John, but it's the current one seed in the East and currently the current two seed in the East. And that would be uh, the Chicago Bulls and the New York Knicks pushed to primetime. So super excited for Thursday's slate. Uh, Yeah. Are you super excited about the Zach Levine thumb injury though? Definitely will offer up my thumb. Actually, both my thumbs. I'll offer up my fiance's thumb. I'll offer. I'll go ahead and offer up your thumb as well. If Zach Levine, whatever thumb he needs, whatever thumb fits to make sure he gets through this season, I will offer it up to him. So it just in case he's listening and he needs to know, I'm here for you, Zach. It's uh, it's good timing as we're starting to record because we're actually getting some injury news for this Thursday slate. Jeremy Grant questionable. Joel Embiid questionable. Shake Milton, questionable. Zach Levine, questionable. Bojan, questionable with an illness. So obviously, as more of this news comes out, we'll uh, we'll hit it. James, do we have any Vegas totals available for this six-game slate? We have a zero Vegas slates total. Also, I just want to just quickly go to the injury thing. Did you see the news that came out today? We were recording, what is it say, Wednesday? Wednesday yeah, night that Embiid said he couldn't even walk after like going into like some of these games he's had trouble walking so yeah he's still playing i suspect we're going to start getting some rest from joel Embiid like very soon and maybe as soon as thursday because like if you're having trouble walking maybe playing basketball is a bad idea i don't know maybe 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 he should slow it down I don't know. Just a thought. I'm not a doctor, but I, I, my brain is functioning partially. So yeah, I don't know. If you can't walk, maybe you shouldn't play. But I, I do think the worries of Joel Embiid making it through a full season were a week into the year, and it's already. I, I think it's pretty evident why they invested in the in the Drummond there. Like they wanted to secure themselves yep. uh, a, a legitimate replacement should something happen there, and. Uh, Yep, like you mentioned, we're already a game in. So Chris Asperzink is also questionable. Back injury took him out of the last games. I uh, only played 20 minutes in that one. So more news as we talked about. But uh, James, let's get to it. Again, looking at DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo. This six games, looking at the point guard position. And again, you mentioned some back-to-backs, but elite, elite plays here. Luka Doncic is a top price guy. We love going at San Antonio with opposing point guards and maybe no zinger. You get Steph Curry and John Morant battling back and forth with, I have to imagine, 
It's going to be a 230-plus game total here. Oh, yeah. But the, at the min. And then our favorite overlooked guy, Trey Young. Back-to-back here but for both teams, them in Washington, $9,400. That's your top four guards over on DraftKings. Yeah, so, I mean, I wouldn't play Luka because they have Jalen Brunson. So, like, why play Luka when you could – I'm just kidding, but, like, not really. Double-double, you know? I mean, look, I think – you can play two of these four guys in any of your lineups and you'll be well off. Also, Luka now has a uh, small fuller. They've done this a couple times throughout his yeah. tenure in the league where he goes to small forward. And I'm not exactly sure why, but I whatever. I can't it actually happens. I know. I, I'm not actually sure. Like, he he does play alongside Jalen Brunson. And Jalen Brunson's a, a small dude, so it's not like – they're wrong, but like, why is it always small forward? Why isn't he playing shooting guard? I, I don't, I don't understand. Does Tim Hardaway just refuse to play small forward? He only classifies himself as a shooting guard. I digress. You can play any of them. I think we saw 234 total in the game on Tuesday. I don't think this is going to be any different for against the undefeated Warriors. Um, I think it could be as probably the closest we get to 240 yet this year. So I think Curry, Luca, Morant, and again. Like you said, Trey underlooked tonight through three quarters. Trey Young, 23, 7, and 4, 10 for 18 from the floor. So, again, he's just very consistent. I think more of a cash game guy at 9,400. I don't think there's like massive upside, but I think the other three have slight breaking upside. So, whichever way you want to play him, however you want to match him, go ahead because it's a, it's a lot of points coming your way. It is a lot of points coming our way. Uh, next tier down, DeJounte Murray went absolutely bonkers the other night against the Lakers. But matchups for guards against Dallas really haven't been haven't been great over the last few years. $8,800 on DraftKings for DeJounte Murray. You mentioned Lonzo going up against the Knicks. We've talked a lot. That Knicks front court this year, Evan Fournier, Kemba Walker is exploitable. The question is always like whether or not Lonzo is going to score enough, but he has double-digit shots in all four games. I think he's probably a safer cash game than a GPP, but if there was a spot to think maybe the upside is going to be there, if Levine is hampered at all, you know, Lonzo against the the Knicks here. Right, and I think also if Levine sits, I know I know they have already like said that he's going to play through it and stuff, but I definitely think there's going to be games that he misses, especially if he's playing through the tear. So if Levine were to sit, I think Lonzo's an elite tournament play. I do think you're right. If Levine plays, he's more of a cash game play, especially at 7,500. What's his price on FanDuel? I don't have it up. I'm pulling it up. Uh, so probably more cashy than than GPP, but I think that kind of changes if Levine ends up sitting. Sure. I actually don't really like the point guard position in the mid-tier. Like, yeah, Dinwiddie's at 72 against Atlanta is, is probably okay. Kevin Porter against Utah, even though it's in Houston, I don't really like that at all. Derek White, maybe, because he's not actually playing point guard, but we saw him last night. He played the 31 minutes, but he struggled. So do you like the Dallas matchup for him? It's okay. Maxi, bad game, but he's got a bounce-back spot against Detroit. Like, I don't know. I'm, I'm not really loving, like, the point guard spot really after, I guess, the top tier. Now, again, everybody has multi-position eligibility. So, like, I'm intentionally right. leaving out guys that we're going to talk about at shooting guard. So, I mean, I don't know. Is there is there anybody here, any value outside of, obviously, Brunson that you mentioned, who's 5K now, I guess, like, that's appealing to you at the guard spot? I mean, I think you're, you're spot on with Dinwiddie. You're spot on with Porter. I could probably get behind Kevin Porter in a tournament because nobody's going to play him against Utah. I think sometimes guys just with high usage rates like you just take shots on because Utah's defense hasn't been again we, we 
we say it all the time. Like Rudy Gobert, Rudy Gobert, he has more defensive player of the years than he probably should. Let's just say it like that. <laughs> I think Maxi's interesting, especially if Embiid sits. I think then, I think then Tyrese Maxi becomes super intriguing because I think we'll get obviously more focus on his offense. But I'm with you generally. Kemba maybe in a tournament, but I think we're chasing there uh, because Derrick Rose has been playing a, a little more minutes. I know the 20, but they were blowing Philly out, and in a competitive game. He plays 29. So Rose going back to Chicago, John, they're, I don't know. So they're like retiring Joe Kim Noah's number. The t- And Thibodeau is returning. Rose is returning. I mean. Yep. I mean. It could be a game. I mean, he's 53. And the one competitive game, because the Knicks have literally, I mean, I guess Boston was a competitive game, but outside when they play Orlando, he has 29 minutes and he scores 23 actual. I'm just saying, even in these limited minutes, he scored over 20 fantasy points. He's 5,300 and he's going back to Chicago on Joe Kim Noah jersey night or retirement night. And they were the one seed with Thibodeau and and Noah. So just going to throw it out there. You talk about Jalen Brunson because I know uh, he's our boy. Well, I mean, he's our guy. And I mean, I'm just I'm just mentioning the fact that he comes off the bench. He plays mid-20s in minutes. Last night he had double-double, but he hasn't had less than 20 fantasy points. Now he did get a boost up. He was 4,200 in 4K the last couple nights. He's 5K on DraftKings now. Over on FanDuel, he's $4,900. So, I mean, like there's, you're losing some of the value there, but you're playing him on Yahoo again, James, because dollars. Uh, he's all, he's all, no, no, he's a, he's, so, but he had been 10 the last three games when he went 25, 20, 33. So good on, good on the old Yahoo for the quick update there. Third, he's up to 11. So play, play Brunson God on Yahoo. And on a small slate, like, roster composition then maybe like if you need to save uh, somewhere you can go ahead and punt that but you know it's not it's not really on the forefront maybe another guy forty two hundred dollars damian lee 29 yep. 29 23 26 minutes for him yeah absolutely he was actually in my playbook the other night and he obviously didn't pan out but it was more for the minutes and then of course he plays 23 but it was i mean again like 29 minutes, 29 minutes, 26, three. Like he's just in this rotation and, and that might change when Stephen Curry or when Clay Thompson returns. But as long as he's going to play and as long as he's going to be on the floor, we can use him. The only problem is like if the shot is not falling, it's going to be a tough, tough to get value because we've seen he doesn't really provide us with much when he's on the floor. He has no blocks. He has no steals. He has five assists in four games and he has a little over two rebounds per game. So I like the play. I might be more inclined to play Caruso at 43, especially if Levine doesn't play. I think Caruso could be an interesting play. And maybe Killian Hayes as well, who finally looked serviceable against Atlanta. 23 fantasy points in 27 minutes. So maybe Killian Hayes. So like there's a few value, but like you're spending up or I think you're taking a shot at point guard because the mid-tier is trash. Yep. No, I, I agree with you on that one. Uh, shooting guard, uh, Bradley Beal, of course, Atlanta is at the top. He's $9,200 on uh, DraftKings. He's 87 over on FanDuel. Again, I know Beal hasn't exactly been uh, the Beal we had expected to start the year, but he is a little bit banged up. He was banged up coming into the year. Could have a lot to do with it, so I certainly have some questions there. I just don't want to play any on anybody on Utah outside of Rudy Gobert. And you know, Donovan Mitchell being $8,900 and on DraftKings being 8300 maybe a little bit more reasonable on FanDuel, but still, like, he's just not there for me. 
Yeah, and when we get this total, right, because we're recording and there's literally no games, (laughs) it's going to be, right, it's going to be 212 and Utah's going to be double-digit favorites. There's, I, I don't see a scenario where, I guess it's in in Houston, so it'll be like nine. I'm with you. I'm not paying 8900 for Donnie right now. We love Donnie. And if we get a point Donnie game, you, you bet your ass that we're going to mention him on this pod as a play that we're interested in. But yep. Mike Conley's healthy, and we're not paying 8900 All right. Mid-tier guys that I like on this next lead, we got Hardaway, especially if Porzingis is out. Uh, Fournier, I don't mind going Fournier against Chicago. I know you like the defense with Chicago there. Um, so maybe you disagree a little bit with me on that one, but I think the volume wise for Fournier has been pretty decent. The guy did get over 32 minutes the other day against Philadelphia and he's only 6k. So, I mean, like, again, on a smaller slate like this, I'm okay if he gets you 30 to 33 fantasy points because you're looking at how many other guys can really give you that level of production. What other mid tier guys are, are sticking out to you here? I'm with you. I like Fournier here. I think he's fine for cash, tournaments, whatever. I think both Golden State guys are interesting. Wiggins has been on and off, but his ons have been good. I mean, he's coming off 39 fantasy points. He was in mostly every winning lineup on Tuesday night. I guess he was so cheap, 5,800, and goes for almost 40 fantasy points. So I think Wiggins is a really good play, and I think Jordan Poole continues to... Someone in someone in Discord mentioned earlier today, they're like, I've been expecting more of Jordan Poole because of his preseason. But it's like, I mean, Jordan Poole was going like absolutely nuts because Wiggins wasn't playing and Draymond wasn't playing. Like, you got to temper your expectations. You know, if he goes for 30 fantasy points, it's a good night. Like, he's gone for 26 or more three of the four games. I think Jordan Poole is a very, I would say, almost... Cash relevant? Yeah, cash game viable. Yeah. Especially in the spot against Memphis. Especially in the spot against Memphis, right. So, like, Poole and Wiggins probably stand out to me the most. Um, And then, like, uh, like I want to take shots on Jordan Clarkson because we know the volume's there. But, like you said, it's like he's too expensive. He's a couple hundred dollars too expensive for me to take the shot on him. Like, if he was 52 in this spot where he's taking 17 to 19 – or 15 to 19 shots, then sure. But it's just too expensive. So, like, Wiggins, Poole, and then... It's, a, it's, a, it's, Steph, it's probably Seth Curry, Eric Gordon. Seth Curry, yeah. D'Anthony uh, Melton's at 51. Cam Reddish is probably more of a small forward, but listed shooting guard small forward. Uh, he's 51. Lonnie Walker, did you see the, the update? Doug McDermott's out already. Out, yep. Going to miss the next few games. Lonnie Walker played 31 minutes against the Lakers, 34 fantasy points. And he's been very good in all but one game this season. 25, 20, 25, 31 minutes. I'm a big Lonnie Walker guy. For like $4,700, I, I, I think there's real talent here. Yeah, I think it's going to be interesting to see because I think... The sell. Yeah, I think it's going to be very interesting how like they deploy these guys because they were on the floor a lot. But they both played over 30. And I believe, I'm just going to take a look, I mean, yeah, we saw Keldon Johnson, who they said, oh, we're going to let him fail, and he's going to keep playing. No, he didn't keep playing. He played 23 minutes. <laughs> so who's if Keldon Johnson comes out hot, who's taking the who's taking the back seat? I still think there's, especially with McDermott out, I still think there's, there's room for everybody at, at the table. But I do think in situations when Keldon Johnson is playing more and they go small— or where they don't go small, one of these guys is going to take a hit. I think, like who do you, I think Vassell is probably higher owned here. 
So because I think the five hundred dollar discount on DraftKings. Yeah. I don't know what their prices are on FanDuel. I just pulled it up. The yeah, Walker, for- Walker's fifty two. I feel like either way, right? The people are probably going to play Vassell more, which is Vassell's pretty, eleven and Walker's twelve on Yahoo. So. Pretty, I mean, pretty good. A pretty good reason to play. A pretty good reason to play Lonnie Walker because I suspect more people go to Vassell because of the cheaper price tag. Could play them both. <laughs> could could also not a bad idea, John. Play them both. I would say you could play them both, but there's a center on the slate that uh, I think we're going to go to probably okay. given the matchup okay. in, in San Antonio. Small forward. We talked about Luca already, multi-position eligibility. DD against the Knicks. Sadiq Bey has been playing really well. Kuzma on a back-to-back, but the rebounding numbers for him have been great. What's, what's your standout small forwards here? I mean... Look, I tweeted this before the year, or I said it to you and Fensty. I've said it publicly somewhere. DeMar DeRozan coming off his best year passing in his career last year, and now is back-to-back six assist games, and it's led to 40 fantasy points in each, along with three 20-plus actual point games. Definitely like DeRozan here. Definitely like Sadiq Bey, especially if there's no Jeremy Grant. Like you just mentioned, he scored 20-plus in back-to-back games. He's a good rebounder. Atlanta's defense is pretty good, man. I will say, I think Washington's like my least favorite team on this slate, maybe outside of Houston. Don't think I'm going to play Kuzma. So I would probably look at RJ Barrett, who is a little too cheap on this slate. I know he hasn't been great, but I think 5,500 is a little too cheap. Another guy that's definitely too cheap, Desmond Bain at 49. I don't know. He was 48 on Wednesday. Yeah. What's a man got to do but give us 33, 33, and 33 for <laughs> three straight games while playing over 30 minutes while taking at least 15 shots? Like, he's averaging 19, almost 19, 5, and 3 with a one and a half steals or 1.3 steals. Like, 40, like one probably one of the chalkier plays of the entire night is going to be Desmond Bain. I also see another chalky play here at small forward. And it's going to probably be contingent on the Jeremy Grant news, but Josh Jackson started. Mm-hmm. And played 32 minutes and was the best player and had 30. Well, Kelly Olenek, but started and had 31 fantasy points. So he's mm-hmm. 4,700. So, like, you could just play him and Bain. Because we're, we're likely going to play two of the point guards, right? Or one of the guards and maybe yeah. Randall or Vooch. Like, playing Jackson if, if Grant sits and then playing Bain under 5K, like, it's just... Great value. It's just free value. Like, that's just free. Yeah, nothing else for me. It's small forward. Anything else for you? No. I wish um, Otto Porter played more, but he just doesn't. He doesn't. Power forward. Well, you mentioned Randall against Chicago. I think Randall's always a guy that you can take a look at. More for cash games still for me. Like, I get he had 260 fantasy point outings. 9,500, though. Like, it just feels like cash. He's not going for 70. Like, is then he's not... GPP worthy to me. So Randall for sure. If Embiid sits, I mean, even if Drummond plays, but if Embiid sits, Toby at mm-hmm. 80 gave you the 48, he gave you 38 earlier this season. He's a, he's definitely a guy to, to take a look at. The nine assists was something you don't really see out of him often, but five and four, the two games prior. So expanding his game a little bit more there. So those are probably the top two guys for me. You mentioned, you mentioned Kelly Olenek. Listen, I was... I, I put it in the chat, right? Like, you play, <laughs> you play the man bun when the man bun's in the starting yeah. lineup. Yeah. And you went for 38 fantasy points in 30 minutes. He had 21, 6, 4, and 2. 
He's fifty eight hundred. Yeah, listen, if he if he's starting again, you play him. You just we've learned Olenek on bad teams. It was in the playbook last year for Houston. He started on a bad team and he was balls out. And Detroit is completely <laughs> as bad. So if he's going to start, you're going to play him. Yeah, I have nothing to add because you just just play him. If he's starting, you play him. I also, if Jeremy Grant's in, 6,600 is probably a little too cheap. It is interesting, though, didn't practice today. He has an infection in his elbow. So I don't know how great, like, professional sports doctors are that they can, like, clear an infection from an elbow. But that, to me, doesn't sound like he's going to be playing tomorrow. No. No. Like if you had an infection, like if I had an infection in my elbow or you had an infection in our elbow, like we wouldn't be able to write it for, we'd have to call Howard Bender and tell him we're at least, we're three weeks away from being three weeks away. We would be, we'd be asking if he has any more room on his fishing trip. (laughs) Pretty much. Pretty much. So yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I agree with you there. I mean, you mentioned Calden already. He's 54. I think Uh, he's in play. I'm going to say, I think he's in play. I, I think, too many people. I think a lot of people don't go back to the well here, but I think, I mean, he's taken double-digit shot attempts no matter how much he's played. I think he's a good rebounder. I do think Keldon's in play for tournaments. Oh uh, yeah, DFS is super boring, but he keeps giving you 20 fantasy points. Yeah. And if Zinger sits, like maybe there's a path there. Do you think with McDermott out, we? I mean. Probably not, but like, does Thad get any extra run? I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm, played just I'm three just, minutes in. I'm not going foul, there. So. I'm just not. I'm just not going there unless they like publicly come out and say, like, "Hey, this guy is gonna play more." I mean, we saw it. Kada Bates Diop played 29 <laughs> minutes. He's 3,500. Would you play? He's 3,500. Yeah. Maybe it's Dallas. They have a bad. Minutes. They have a bad front court. Like. Is it my favorite play of the of the slate? No, obviously, like neither of us would have, like like that. But <laughs> right, like nothing. But you look down the list, it's like okay, Jay Sean Tate was doing all these great things, and then he has twelve fantasy points. Royce O'Neal, like you're not playing ever. No. Kyle Anderson just doesn't play anymore because why would they need him when they have Desmond Bain? Like, right, like Desmond Bain. They figured out that he's not good. So. Yeah, they figured out slow mo. There's a reason why his nickname is Slow Mo. Patrick Williams plays 25 minutes, but he's not shooting the basketball. So I think Tice, right, could be interesting because he's played 29 minutes and there was a double double, but like, does he see Rudy Gobert? That's scary. So yeah, I think Bates Diop, just like kind of by default, is in play. It just. Kind of, because they have to play it. Hey, I mean, listen, I'm not sitting here and arguing with you. I agree. Uh, let's go to center here, where I think we have some exciting plays. You mentioned you mentioned Embiid already. He's broken. I, don't, I know the matchup could certainly be appealing, but there's a lot of risk uh, involved there. Gobert against you, he is angry. He's just, he's just angry. He's very, very angry. Another 44 fantasy points. His rebounds, 16, 20, and 21 over the first three games. <laughs> so angry. Uh, 23, 17, and 16 is scoring, so... Gobert at 83. Jakob Pertl, the man you were kicking yourself for not playing. Well, listen, we love going at Dallas in their front court and their center position. He, he went for 53 against the Lakers, 27-14. Uh, he's been phenomenal to the point this season. Hard not to want to go back to, to Jakob Pertl here in this matchup against Dallas. He's probably, I would imagine he's one of your favorites on the slate. That was just so painful to listen to. That whole thing was so hard to get through. Because of how many points he scored. And oh, my God. 
Yeah, what could have been? Yeah, I mean, I think he's a fantastic player. Like, <clears throat> it's not like great a great feeling to pay seven one for Jakob Pertl until you look at what he's done this year. And again, it, it's something we've talked about. He's faced Giannis and he's faced Davis and he's faced Jokic, and he's been in foul trouble like a little bit against Jokic. You know what? That's okay because he was the MVP. So I don't think Dwight Powell is going to put him in foul trouble. I don't think the corpse of Chris Chris Porzingis is going to put him in foul trouble. Willie Cauley Stein definitely isn't playing. Willie Cauley Stein will, well, yeah, not a chance. And then Boban in his four minutes could, could, you know, could. could but again, four minutes. So yeah, I think Jakob Pertl, super fine. You know what I'm thinking about right here, John? What's that? Now that I'm looking at it, this is Atlanta's first back-to-back. Yep. So I wonder if they sit Capella. And if they sit Capella... You play Gorgie Dang? You could, but I was thinking more John Collins. Because okay. I love playing John Collins when he's playing center or when Capella's not there. Sure. So just, But that had generally been because they moved him to center, right? Right. And I think... And it's not to say they, they wouldn't start Gorgie Dang. They also have a plethora of, like, wings right. that they could start. Like, they could, they were starting Hunter at the four. Yeah. Pretty, pretty, pretty decent for them. He has been good. And, again, they could very well just use Gorgie Jang as their starter. But they could also just like him in the role that he's in yeah. and keep him starting there. And they play Hunter at the four because we've seen it. And then they start, like, Reddish or Hoarder or... Whoever. So just a thought. They've Capella's been limited since the start of the year. So I just thought it'd be worth mentioning. Potentially, he sits. Maybe him, him versus Montrez Harrell because Gafford got hurt today. Because Gafford got hurt. So yeah, it would it would essentially be like those oh, man. Which would this, be great for Harrell too because John Collins doesn't play. Yeah, games. that would be great for Harrell. Fifty three hundred. I mean, John Collins has like some sick blocks, but he doesn't play a lot of. It's not like great defense. Yeah, I think that would be super appealing. Would you rather play Steven Adams against Golden State or Montrose Harrell against Atlanta should Capella be out? And that's only based Ooh. off what Adams has been doing. To this I know, that's, that's tough. Both on back-to-backs, True. too. I would say Harrell because we can rely on his shot attempts more than we can rely on Steven Adams Just taking a great for, for Harrell, yeah. definitely yeah, so I, I lean Harold, but I think they're both solid. But this center position, for a six-game slate, this is this might be the best center we've had, the best center uh, spot we've had all year. If Embiid sits, though. Yeah, Drummond. You, oh, my God. Do we just play Drummond? Do we just play Drummond anyway? I mean, like, I was going to say, Drummond has been good anyways. Off the, I mean, 14 minutes, right, against the Knicks. In a blowout, in a blowout they just, like, didn't play him. He was hurt. Yeah. Yeah, but still, six points, nine boards, two assists, and a steal. He gave you 21 fantasy points. Yes. Yeah. You know, so, he, he gave you 5x in 21 minutes. He gave you 27 fantasy points in 18 minutes against Brooklyn. He gave you 37 fantasy points in 19 minutes against the Pelicans. So the man is a fantasy point-per-minute beast at this point. Now you're giving him Detroit. Is how much? I mean, DraftKings still has him in the Detroit Pistons jersey uh, <laughs> as his photo. So, I mean, like... The disrespect is real for Andre Drummond when it comes to Getty Images over there. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> what a fall from grace for Drummond. The guy thought he was going to get a max contract, got traded to Cleveland, got released, and now is like floating around on a veteran min deal as the backup to Embiid. But a guy that tr- has trolled him for like his whole professional career. 
Uh, if Embiid sits, though, I mean, it's it's Drummond the whole way. If Embiid sits and Capella sits and Drummond starts and Gorgie Dang starts. I mean, I'm definitely playing Drummond, but, like, I'll probably just end up playing them both. I mean, yeah, uh, utility. Well, well is Gorgie – doesn't it feel like Gorgie uh, at this point? No, he only has center eligibility. I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> it's it feels like on Fandle, probably they'd probably have, like, point guard eligibility at this point. Let's see. Does he have – is he center only? He's center yeah, they're only. Both, they're both center. Yeah, I just checked. They're both center only on Fandle. Yeah, 4K over on uh, Fandle for, for Diang. Drummond is 57, so less of a value for Drummond over on Fandle. Steven Adams is 7K, though. Let's see. Collins is 64. Harrell's 56. Drummond, 57. Olenek, 54. Oh, we didn't even talk. Where? Wait, where is he? We didn't talk about him yet. There he is. 4,300. Hassan Whiteside. You know, if you want to throw him. Throw yeah, blowout blow run. It's a blowout run here. Yeah. Definitely, definitely a possibility to to check that out. So, uh, center's kind of interesting tomorrow. You definitely got to wait for the injury news. Lots to come. Six game slate. Locks at 7 p.m. Ray Coon on the playbook. We'll have that out before you're listening to this, most likely. But for James and I, <laughs> we will we'll catch you guys for Friday's big slate. See you later.